Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, Josh Packard, sociologist and CEO of the Packard Group, discusses innovation and organizational structure in corporate real estate. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Dr. Josh Packard. I'm uh, the CEO of the Packard Group, a strategic consulting firm and professor of sociology at the University of Northern Colorado. I really love getting the opportunity to bring sociological principles into the for-profit world because all too often there are, there are real important things that we know about the sort of fundamental ways that the world works, especially around group behavior, that don't sort of find their way out of the academy. Sociologists, have, I think, have done a terrible job of representing the knowledge base um, to people outside of academia. So what I want to do today is share just one of those key principles with you that I think really lends some insight into the ways that organizations work. And this is rooted in um, over 100 years of research about the ways that organizations um, work because of the social factor of having people, you know, organizations are run by groups of people. Um, and the principle here is that organizations seek perseverance over innovation. And that is despite all of our best interests, uh, our best intentions rather, and trying really to push hard into innovation. We often express a desire in our organizations to be more innovative, but we don't couple that desire with structure. We think that as, as leaders especially, we, we tend to think that our will power will carry the day. That if we, you know, we're at the top of the organization or somewhere near the top, and if we say something, then we can just sort of force it to happen. And that is true. You, you can do that for a period of time. But what the data show us is that um, your ability to influence an organization through intent without structure, it dissipates real quickly. Like after about 50 people or if the organization has been around for, for even a few years, these sort of standard operating procedures and processes get put in place um, that, that sort of hold the day and, and or, or carry the day rather. People want to make sure they're doing the processes right even if they don't necessarily match the intention. So we always have to couple intent with structure if we are actually wanting to create organizational change. Uh, very famously, and people often sort of stumble into these um, kinds of solutions without knowing the, this principle. The, the academic um, word for this is called institutional isomorphism, just this general tendency over time for organizations to look and act and behave the same. The very famously Jeff Bezos in a letter to shareholders talked about why Amazon is always going to be a day one company. Um, and he illustrates this principle very well. And, and um, when he's talking about this and he says that, you know, uh, the day one company is the, uh, is, the, is the company that is always sort of um, on its toes. It's startup day, anything is possible, you know, we can, we can make anything happen. And that's, that's the, the kind of company that Amazon always wants to be, looking for opportunities. And so somebody then asked him, um, well, what is a day two company? And he said, uh, the day two company is, is not innovative. And, and day two is followed by demise and very painful and slow death. And this is, this is what, for, for Bezos, what he's talking about is this notion of, of being, becoming more beholden to procedures than outcomes. And when this happens, then the organization stops being innovative. It starts to become stagnant, and it starts, and, and this is where we get that principle that it starts to seek perseverance over innovation. It gets very hard to shake the day two company out of its standard operating procedures and routines because they've been rewarded, they've been institutionalized, they've been structured. So if we really want 
to make sure that our organizations are always pushing forward, then we need to make sure that, we're, that we've got this intention uh, that is matched with incentive systems, reward systems, accountability systems that can actually um, sort of drive that change forward. And it's going to feel weird at first, especially if we're trying to do this brand new. Most of our organizations are built for stability. And, and when we've got an organization that is built for stability or one that has just sort of trended in that direction, then what happens is that any change feels like failure. So we really need to shift the notion of um, change from uh, feeling like failure to feeling like, uh, like growth. So when we work with our clients, we, we get them, we start thinking about reshaping these kinds of, um, you know, you're going to be a little bit more inefficient. Maybe you're not going to hit all your marks. You're not going to necessarily follow the procedures the right way. And instead of seeing that as failure, we understand that that's driving towards this other goal of creating space for innovation, doing it intentionally, and adopting this growth mindset instead of this rewarding of stability mindset that most of our organizations end up falling into. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.